Welcome back to our weekly podcast. This past week, I heard a great illustration in a family devotional that we were doing with our kids. Tommy and Jane are siblings. Tommy is 12 years old and Jane is 10. Like most kids, they have daily chores and responsibilities around the house. One afternoon, Tommy's mom asked him to help her wash the dishes. With his face glued to the TV playing a video game, he responded with these words. I'm in the middle of a game. Can't Jane just do it? I'm so sick of doing chores. Across the room, Jane heard his complaint and said, you're always sick of something. Now, having observed the entire exchange, dad decided to step in. He said, we seem to get the sick of something illness far too often around here. In fact, we're about as bad as the Israelites who complained constantly in spite of all the good things that God did for them. Appreciating the support, mom nodded her head in agreement and said, Tommy, since you love playing video games so much, I have a game that we can all play together that will help us learn how to get rid of the sick of something illness that we all seem to get from time to time. When one of us is caught saying we're sick of something or complaining about something, We have to say one thing that we're thankful for about that exact same thing. Okay, Tommy said, but I bet you won't catch me complaining. Challenge accepted. The next day, Jane walked in from school with a backpack full of homework. I'm so sick of homework, she said. As soon as the words came out of her mouth, she remembered the game they were all supposed to be playing. And without having to be reminded, she said, I guess I'm thankful for homework because it helps me understand more of what we're learning in school. Saying this put a smile on her face and made mom and dad proud. Later that evening, Jane bumped into Tommy as he was walking to the dinner table with a glass of milk. The milk went everywhere. Grabbing a napkin to wipe the mess off his shirt, he said, You never watch where you're going. I'm so sick of people not watching what they're doing. I'm sorry, Tommy, his mom said. And with a big grin on her face, she asked, But what about your sister are you thankful for? Tommy was in shock. He'd been called out, and he knew it. After a moment of embarrassment and hesitation, he said, Well, I guess I'm thankful that we're not twins. His family was not amused with his comment. Okay, okay, I'm thankful that Jane is always willing to take over my chores when I'm sick or at a friend's house. Now that's a better answer, his mom said. You two seem to be getting the hang of this game, so I think we'll keep it going. This complaining game is helping you see that there's always something to be thankful for, even if the situation isn't ideal. Well, friends, today we're beginning a two-week message series called Give Thanks. In the New Testament letter of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18, the Apostle Paul included this charge in his instruction to the church in Thessalonica. He wrote, Rejoice always. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It'd be easy for any one of us to allow the busyness of the holiday season to lead us to an attitude of complaining, discontentment, or ungratefulness. This time of year, it's often harder to focus on our work. There's added pressure to be in certain places at specific times, and family gatherings are not always easy. Today, I want to talk about what it means to give thanks in all circumstances and how this is the kind of attitude that God wants all believers to have, even if the situation is not ideal. In the Old Testament book of Psalms, chapter 9, David shared his heart and wrote about his decision to give thanks, regardless of his circumstances. 
Psalm chapter 9, verses 1 and 2 says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. You know, if anyone can speak to what it means to give thanks in all circumstances, especially during difficult seasons, it's King David. Even when life was tough, he chose to focus on God instead of focusing on his circumstances. He wasn't a perfect man. He fell short of God's perfect and holy standard. He was a sinner by nature and by choice. But he was also a man who understood God's grace and forgiveness. He was honest with God. He didn't pretend like his trials and troubles weren't real. And after sharing his heart, he continually demonstrated what it looked like to trust God and to give thanks in all circumstances. I'm afraid that if we're not careful, we're going to completely pass over the things that we can truly be thankful for this season. If you're anything like me, this is really easy to do. And that's why these verses are such an important reminder. They were important for God's people in the first century, and they're important for us today. So let's talk about what it means to give thanks in all circumstances. The first truth, if you're taking notes, giving thanks in all circumstances is often difficult, but always necessary. It's often difficult, but always necessary. I want to remind you that even in the midst of a recession, and 75% of people believe that we're in one, living in a country where there's extreme political divide and having to experience the trials and troubles of daily life, as God's people, in spite of all these things, we are still so blessed. Maybe you're thinking, Craig, haven't you seen what's going on around us? Don't you realize how many people are hurting financially, emotionally, physically? Friends, I see it on a daily basis. As I talk with you throughout the week, as I pray for our church family, what people in our church go through on a day-to-day basis is not lost on me. But I've also been reminded that even in the midst of difficult seasons, God's church is still blessed. And learning how to give thanks in all circumstances is always necessary, especially during difficult times. I was recently reminded about some statistics that have helped put things into perspective for me. If you own a vehicle, even if it's barely drivable, if it gets you from point A to point B, you're part of only 8 to 10% of the world's population that owns a car. Now, this number goes way up in first world countries, but when you consider the entire global population, only 8 to 10% of people personally own a vehicle. If you have a house that you live in, a solid roof over your head, whether it's a house or an apartment, then you're part of only 50% of the world's population that has a safe place to sleep at night. Nearly 70% of the world's population lacks religious freedom. So the fact that we're able to gather together on Sunday mornings or to click a button and listen to a podcast each week, to fellowship with one another, the fact that we're able to do those things is a blessing. When it's hard to give thanks in all circumstances, remember all the ways in which God has blessed you. This past Tuesday, your voice was heard as you had the opportunity to vote. We have access to education and health care. Our kids have access to clean drinking water, good food, and safe neighborhoods. There's so many things that we can be thankful for today. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The purpose of this letter was to strengthen the faith of Christians who were living in Thessalonica and to give them assurance of Christ's return. 
Now, this was a younger church, young in age, but primarily in Christian maturity. Having this kind of encouragement was important for their spiritual growth, and it's important for ours as well. If you're a follower of Jesus, God's will is that you would give thanks in all circumstances. I was curious about this word all, so I looked it up in the Greek. The word that's used is spelled P-A-N-T-I, panti. And to my surprise, you know, I thought this word would mean sometimes or every now and then. To my surprise, it literally means all. So all means all. Give thanks in all circumstances. That's your Greek lesson for the day. In Christ, we can give thanks in all circumstances. I want to point out that Paul is not saying give thanks for all circumstances. God doesn't ask us to give thanks for all circumstances, but we're told that it's possible to give thanks in all circumstances. There's a big difference between the two. It's often difficult to give thanks, and that's why God gave us these words of encouragement to remind us that it's possible in Christ. Not only is it possible, but it's God's will. It's his plan for your life. So regardless of what you're going through today, you can still give thanks. I want to share a few examples of some other things that all Christians can be thankful for. We're going to dive deeper into this next week, but for today, I'll give you just a small sampling. We can be thankful for God's goodness. God is always good, even when the circumstances around us are not. We can be thankful for God's presence in our lives, his provision. God promises to never leave us. We read about this in the Old Testament and in the New. We can be thankful for God's wisdom that helps us navigate this thing called life. And we can be thankful for God's peace in our lives. The Bible says it's a kind of peace that surpasses all human understanding. We can be thankful for the grace and forgiveness that we have in Christ. So I'll say it again. There's always something to be thankful for. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. In Christ Jesus. Number two, if you're taking notes, giving thanks in all circumstances gives us the right perspective. It gives us the right perspective. So being thankful, giving thanks in all circumstances helps us to have the right perspective and to see our circumstances from God's perspective. One thing that helps me to give thanks is reminding myself that every good thing that I have in this life comes directly or indirectly from God. Every good thing that we have comes directly or indirectly from God. Sure, we work, we save, we pick out the car that we drive and purchase the house that we live in, but everything that we have comes from God. Maybe you're thinking, well, God didn't give me these things. I worked, I saved, I purchased these things for myself. You know, the Israelites thought the exact same thing when they were wandering in the wilderness. They'd not yet gone into the promised land, and Moses was still leading them. Instead of giving God the credit and God the glory for the good things that were accomplished, they decided to try and take all the credit for themselves, having the ability to work, providing for their families, having the things that they had. I want to read a couple of verses from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 17 and 18. These two verses are so powerful. They really help give us the right perspective. It says, you may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. Yes, we work, we save, we make decisions to purchase the things that we have. But guess what? It's God who gives each of us the ability to do so. 
And today we can be thankful that God has given us the ability to do these things. Personally, I'm so grateful that God has given me the ability to work and provide for my family. I'm reminded that every good thing that I have comes directly or indirectly from him. These words in Deuteronomy ought to give us a biblical perspective on life and on the things that God has given us. Knowing this should lead us to even greater thankfulness, greater service, greater generosity. The Apostle Paul learned this important truth. I believe this is one of the reasons that he was able to encourage the church in Thessalonica to give thanks in all circumstances. Paul understood that giving thanks wasn't always easy. His life wasn't always easy, but it was always necessary, and it helped him to have the right perspective. Last year around this time, our family had a real-time lesson on giving thanks in all circumstances. We'd made plans with Faith's side of the family, her mom and stepdad, brothers and their wives, nieces and nephews. We'd made plans for them to travel from Oklahoma to Wisconsin so that we could celebrate Thanksgiving together. We hadn't seen them in a while. It had been several years since we were able to celebrate Thanksgiving with them. Now, Faith was heartbroken. I mean, just heartbroken when she learned that none of them were going to be able to make the trip. We'd made plans, and those plans just weren't going to happen. She had the menu planned out in her head. The house was cleaned. We were excited about spending some much-needed time with family. In the midst of complaining and disappointment, we were reminded about the importance of giving thanks in all circumstances and what it means to trust God with the situation. God put it on our heart to just be thankful, to have an attitude of gratitude, to look for ways that we could connect with other people who are also spending Thanksgiving alone. We decided to reach out to a few friends in our church family to see if they wanted to come over and share the day with us. God was able to use a disappointing situation for his glory and for our good, because we ate and shared a meal with a few friends in our church. It was an amazing time. After they left the house, I remember talking to my wife about how we would not have wanted it any other way. Choosing to give thanks helped us to see things from God's perspective. Giving thanks in all circumstances is God's will for your life. It helps us to have the kind of perspective that God wants us to have. It leads us to even greater acts of service and greater generosity because we know that God's provision is perfect. His promises can always be trusted. At the end of the day, regardless of what you have or don't have, no matter the circumstance or season, we can be reminded that God will provide. He'll help us get through anything for his glory and for our good. God is the one who gives his people peace, contentment, and reasons to be thankful You know, when the evening news or social media continually gives you the bad news, remember that God gives you the good news. In fact, if you want good news for a change, I recommend turning off the TV and opening up the word. Begin each day in the word, and you'll be reminded about all the things that you can be thankful for. You'll instantly be reminded that there's good news and so many reasons to be thankful. So today, we can be reminded of two important truths. Number one, God's will for all of his people is that we would give thanks in all circumstances. Not for all circumstances, but in all circumstances. Regardless of the situation or season, there's always things that we can be thankful for. And two, giving thanks in all circumstances helps give us the right perspective. I don't know about you, but I need this reminder from time to time. I need to learn again how to see things the way that God sees them. First Thessalonians chapter 5 
verses 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus.